Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes Store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, my guest is Joel Kleiman, who's the Director of Yield Optimization at the Ask Partner Network, which is a part of IAC, a giant media company. Welcome, Joel. Uh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so you know, for the folks that don't know too much about uh, the Ask Partner Network, can you give us just very quickly in broad strokes uh, what you guys do? Sure. Ask Partner Network uh, distributes desktop applications with our partners. Uh, our partners tend to be software developers and and companies out there trying to uh, build experiences for for uh, users. And our applications integrate uh, search um, and allow our partners to monetize um, their their businesses. Okay, I think I have, I have a specific instance where I've recently. Uh, you know, run across your actual stuff. So I, I updated my Java, which is made by Oracle, and it suggested that, that I download the Ask Toolbar. And, uh, and then I think the Toolbar asked me if I want to make Ask my default search engine instead of uh, what I was using at the time, right? Is that the kind of distribution model you're talking about? Absolutely. So that that's exactly right. Yeah, so would you, I mean, guess your goal is to get the software applications of your and network clients on as in front of as many eyeballs as possible. Sure, I mean we we uh, our applications. You know you can you can use the the toolbar for a number of things, and, but most importantly for search, um, and that's that search generates advertising revenue on behalf of in this case both Sun and Ask Partner Network. So okay. our goal is to to. Um, get to get to get those toolbars uh, on on your machine. Got it. Okay. And so yield optimization. So what is you know, director of yield optimization? What is your job in that kind of ecosystem? So my job is to to understand the entire uh, flow to, from end to end, and to make sure that everything happens as efficient efficiently as possible, so that we maximize returns for everybody. In essence, so it's, I mean that sounds like a lot, but it, there's there's a lot of detail behind that. Okay, so so to break it down into kind of broad categories, you want the Ask toolbar installed on as many machines as possible, and you want to do everything you can to encourage people to use the search function because that's where you're actually making your money is passing you know the search results pages and the advertising on them. Is that right? That's exactly right. Okay, so let's talk about each of those in turn. How do you get more people to install that uh, toolbar? I'm sure that 
you've spent lots and lots of time figuring out exactly what that sign-up screen should say. <laughs> uh, how did you know? How did you guess? <laughs> how do you optimize that? <laughs> how do you optimize that? You know, like I said, let's use that example of yeah, latest Java update, and then it says, "Would you like fries with that?" And there's a checkbox for the ask toolbar. Tell me about how you guys approach, you know, getting the maximum yield from that sign-up form or that popover. Well, as you can imagine, I mean, we we scrutinize every last uh, word, every last image, every last um, checkbox, right? And you know, our you know our goal is to um, well, a get as many users as possible, but b get the best users, the ones that we know are going to um, to, to really kind of make their way through the end of the funnel. Um, and in order to do that, with there's always a trade off of you know how do we um, you know, how, how do we make sure that that people know know about the experience that they're getting ahead of time and and are aware of what that entails? And okay, then, so so you you don't want them just to kind of load it and never use it. You want to make sure that if they load it, they're going to become users and kind of maximize the value of your relationship with them. But one of the things you said that struck me is that you want to give them a sense of where they're going or a preview of what the process is or the benefit of that. So how do you communicate that if they've never even seen your toolbar of what the benefits are ahead of time? Right, and and you can imagine in, in one of those install screens, there's not a lot of real estate there to do, to work with. But we do um, tend to do things like include an image of the toolbar itself so that I think you know often pictures uh, speak a lot of words um, and you know that image can can help um, you know indicate what the experience is going to be. Um, we also will, will say things like you know this is this is what uh, what what you'll receive when you get the toolbar, and, the, and just some some marketing copy there. Okay, but how do you? I mean, I know it's coming from a reputable company like you know Oracle slash Sun, but still, uh, and on the back of a kind of a existing software application you need like Java, but um, how do you not be perceived as, I mean, I'm putting it very bluntly, you know, like parasiteware where you're piggybacking on the back of something that I do need and unless I uncheck the box, you know, where's that gray area? Can you talk to that a little bit? Sure. Um, You know, I think that, I think there are a lot of players in this space who are fairly aggressive when it comes to, uh, to doing to, to doing nefarious things, and so unfortunately we have, um, you know the, you know we you know the, the, we have the company that that tends to kind of bring the overall, um, you know perception of, of that type of software down in the marketplace. So our you know our challenge is to use our brand and use our our company position to. Uh, to, to kind of make it an A-grade experience, if you will. Um, and so we're, we're often focused on, on just that. Um, and well, what does that mean? So, okay, so yeah, I'm familiar with Ask and you know, Ask Jeeves back in the day, but uh, it's, you know, it's a, so it's a search engine brand in a, in a sense, I guess you could say. Um, but how do you communicate that just by putting your logo in the, in the sign-up window or are there other ways? Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have our logo. We'll have, um, you know, we'll have some some other um, indicators within the the language itself. But then, more importantly, I think once you 
once you do sign up and get to the, you know, to the ask um, landing page and the um, the site, uh, the the search experience, um, you'll you'll find that there are um, ways in which it's you know it's unique to the ask brand that it's it's definitely ask branded and that the search experience itself is is designed to sort of um, to maximize both the experience of the user as well as the, the yield, right, in, in return. So I think that the, the quality of the experience uh, itself is really the, the main factor. Okay, so you want to get them using it, and once they see a search results page, you know, hopefully any advantages would be self-evident just with them interacting with it. Is that that's what you mean? Yes. I, Okay, well, let's let's switch gears for a second before we go out to break and talk about testing. I know that you obviously have massive quantities of, of toolbar installs, so that that experience of what they see to get them to, to install it in the first place is a very high-volume thing. I'm assuming you guys uh, do quite a bit of testing. Absolutely, I think I think that's that's a that's an understatement. <laughs> uh, so it's great to have a very high data rate. So, how granular do you get in your testing? How trivial uh, are the things you you, you can test? Um, I mean, I don't know if this might surprise you, but we we test um, everything from font sizes to um, color of of the. The links, the clickability of the links. To I mean, we we test just about everything you can imagine. It's very granular, and with with that much volume, it, it offers quite an opportunity to to get to uh, results pretty quickly. Okay, now does that mean that you you only do these kind of tactical tests, or are you once in a while saying let's uh, just kind of redesign the whole page and do some radical experimentation? Um, we, I mean, we do, you know, obviously there's a range and sometimes it's more radical than others. Uh, I think that the site experience itself tends to be pretty well optimized. I mean, we will try, um, you know, more radical ideas and, and more of a, a kind of a test environment, if you will. Um, we also try a lot of smaller ideas. So it's, it, it varies quite a bit. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break. And uh, after we come back from the break, we'll pick up our discussion with uh, Joel Kleiman from the Ask Partner Network. We'll be back in two minutes. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. 
We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hold on to your white hat or black hat. WebmasterRadio.fm is ready to take you behind the backlinks. We're digging and scraping past the surface of everyday news and views of search engine marketing and dropping our proverbial anchor text on the important issues affecting the industry with our panel of search engine insiders. Behind the backlinks. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. On demand, anytime, inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, my guest is Joel Kleiman, the Director of Yield Optimization at the Ask Partner Network. Welcome back, Joel. Thanks. So we were talking before the break about you know, granularity and testing. Are, are there general themes that have emerged of what you've seen work um, in terms of language you're using, visual uh, kind of effects, the amount of visual clutter, the amount of text on the page? Can you give us any insights into what's working for that kind of direct response, spur of the moment, check this box kind of action? Sure. I, I'd say that um, when it comes to something like a search experience, that often what works the best is simplicity, um, nothing fancy. Uh, I think a lot of users are familiar with their search experience being uh, very simple, uh, very easy to use, very straightforward. So, um, you know, sort of, it seems like the more more visually cluttered or the more um, um I guess fancy you get, you know, often the worse it performs. <laughs> it so yeah, like- the, in, in my uh, landing page optimization book, I have a whole chapter on the seven deadly sins of landing page design, and three of the things I talk about as deadly sins are too much text, too much visual clutter, and too much choice. So basically, too much <laughs> is always bad, generally. So sounds like you're on board with that theme of simplicity and minimalism. Well, I think that you know the truth comes out in the data. And, you know, after you try, you know, it's, it's, I think it was uh, Churchill who said something about the United States is, you know, you can trust the United States to do the right thing after they tried everything else first, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, well, so you, um, and in terms of kind of editorial tone, let's talk about voice of the text, for example. Uh, What can you tell us there? 
I, you know, again, I think it's, it's simplicity. I mean, we, we, you know, with, with search, you know, often what, what shows up is our, our algorithmic or um, marketing oriented results there. I think when it comes to things like our offer screens, um, you know, again, we're, we're really trying to focus on a uh, very, very simple message, very straightforward. Obviously we have, um, you know, compliance requirements as well. We have to, we have to make sure that, you know, we're doing everything um, that, that meets the legal standards that we have to meet um, in installing software. So, Okay, well, well let, let's talk about that because we have quite a few listeners that are kind of in that infomercial or download or software space. And a lot of times, yeah, you have to be clear about exactly what they're getting and what the uh, terms and conditions or the um, restrictions are or that sort of thing. So what kind of disclosures or requirements are there for software downloads in general and how do, how do you handle that? Well, often, often we're required to be explicit to the user what it is that they're about to receive to make sure that they know that that their home page will be converted to the app home page and their default search settings will be converted to those settings. So it, it's really about um, being straightforward and explicit about that and in a way that's that we don't want to clutter the the language too much. So if, if we want to make sure that it's it's easily understandable and easily actionable. Okay, so you basically are you have to tell them in plain language exactly what you're going to do. That's kind of the requirement. Pretty much. I mean, it's it's not complicated. It's just uh, you know, it's just it's just that when you when you have only so much time in real estate and and opportunities to kind of optimize the experience, then it becomes little bit challenging in that way. Okay, so now what I'm kind of getting from you is that you guys don't play games with exactly how to do that. For example, you don't put the disclaimer text below the call to action button. You, you probably keep it um, front and center. They do kind of read it. It's in their visual flow, if you will. Is that right? Um, you know, well, you know, our many offer screens will have a link to the, um, you know, to the, the end user license agreement. Or um, sometimes we have something like a scrolling EULA, and we've tried different approaches um, for, for for those two for, for, for those uh, disclaimers. And so, guy, I think we're kind of all how would you say numb to all of these software and user license agreements. So uh, we kind of tune them out. So in a way, it's almost an advantage that uh, the larger contexts are asked to do that a lot. Do you find that too? If you just uh, put it behind a link that nobody clicks that link anyway. Um, you know, the, it's true that many users will sort of click next, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I think when when we consider really what we're trying to achieve is to make sure that we get not just a lot of users, but the best users. And in that sense, you know, we're also interested in, in making sure that um, users are are understanding what the experience is. And I mean, what we'll find is that you know, relatively few number of users represent a, a large amount of sort of traffic or revenue for, for um, you know, for, for on the search page. So basically the Pareto principle or rule of 80-20 is it's also known a small number of your downloads and installs will be heavy users and most other people basically never use it. That's correct. I mean, that's, that's you know, at least, you know, ha- really heavy users 
versus very infrequent users. And those heavy users are really the ones that we're trying to, to find. Now, is there any way you can know ahead of time who that is? I mean, do you, after the fact, what are the characteristics of those heavy users that you might be able to key in and to just, have you tried identifying them on the front end? Yeah, I mean, in, in typically in a lot of organizations, you, you know, you can go out and do, you, there's a marketing campaign oriented toward those users, right? Um, in, in our case, we rely on our partners to do that marketing. So a lot of what we're doing is, is sort of um, selecting the partners, right, um, and partnering with, with those that we know are going to be uh, a good match for, for us. As a well, well, let's just describe that process. So obviously, like I said, Oracle slash Sun slash Java is one of those partners. Uh, who are some of the other larger ones, and, and can you give us some insight into why you picked them or why you think their audiences in particular would be good to kind of crowbar Google or being out of your current browser and start using Ask instead? Sure. I mean, I, I guess an example might be, I mean, we we partner with a lot of, um, you know, sort of video chat software providers. So um, these these providers are, you know, that there are a lot of customers out there that, um, that want, want this application um, so that they can communicate with their friends, um, you know, for for relatively low cost, um, and there often we we see those users being good candidates for for our search experience, um, and especially you know when we get into geographic consideration, I mean, there's there's a there's the 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 way that um, you know customers in the U.S. monetize on search differs greatly from those that that are in other countries, for example. Um, so, so oh, that, that's very interesting. I, I want to kind of pick that up and explore that uh, after our next commercial break. But yeah, and then and I also want to dig a little bit into your past too. I understand that you like to stick needles into people, and that's what you did before you went into online marketing. I uh, know, Joel. <laughs> we'll we'll have to come back in two minutes and find out more about that. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO Landing Page Optimization, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. More LPO Landing Page Optimization in just a moment. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded, attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, and uh, today my guest is Joel Kleinman, the Director of Yield Optimization at the Ask Partner Network. Joel, needles, sticking them into people. What's up with that? Well, I like to, I like to keep to the point, if you will. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I know. That was, that was terrible. Okay. Actually, technically... No worse than most of my jokes, so go on. <laughs> Technically, I never actually stuck needles in. I was I, I did study uh, to to be an acupuncturist for a while. Um, I never really got that far, but um, I then later pursued a career in digital marketing. Wow, that's that's kind of an about face. Tell us what drew you into kind of holistic medicine in the first place. Um, I um, you know I, I took an interest in it. I, I studied um, holistic health at, at San Francisco State, but I was also um, a psychology major, and that's where I think I, I became interested in behavior and, and um, experimentation and statistics as it relates to behavior, and that's sort of how I transitioned into marketing. Well, that's a, a circuitous path. I took a similar one. I was a cognitive science major, which was in the psych department, along with computer engineering. So um, put the left brain and the right brain together, maybe you get a whole brain, right? <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> All right. Well, let's let's go back. You you mentioned this is something I've always been interested in since since I was born in Russia and have traveled a lot internationally. Cultural differences. You said that U.S. users, once they install the search bar, or use it very differently than some other countries or some other cultures. Tell us about that. Well, well, find it gives the most striking examples of differences that you've seen. Sure. I mean, I think there's there's a, a difference in in um, you know the the propensity to search. I think the U.S. users are the most sophisticated when it comes to their um, you know how they consume search media, if you will. Um, and but and that and that certainly means that the market for um, search ads in the U.S. is is um, is most sort of mature and lucrative. But there, there are a lot of great opportunities in, in, um, in other markets out there that we've been exploring with our partners because a lot of our partners distribute software internationally. And, uh, for example, I think, you know, like a country like Brazil is, is, has become, you know, a really an emerging place for, for, for these types of applications and, and search media. 
Okay, but who who would say are the least likely to search? I mean, in your experience, are there cultures or countries where they just think they know it all or don't, aren't comfortable with search? Or what are the reasons that someone would use search more or less? Well, I think that there's a, there's a familiarity with the experience. Um, and I think different, different countries have different levels of familiarity. And, um, and I think that the challenge is really to to uh, kind of create the experience for those who haven't done as much and to, um, to really sort of, you know, guide them through that. Um, but I think that the other side of that is, is um, you know, getting the advertisers to, you know, to, meet, to, to meet these, these, these people who haven't done as much search and, and try to, and look at, they're looking for um, keywords that they can, they can spend on. And and uh, what kind of categories would you say are they similar to other search engines in terms of what's popular, or do you see actually that the people that use Ask actually are in a different mindset and searching for different topics than say Google or Bing? Um, I, I'd say you know I mean search is big enough so that uh, it's it's there's, it's pretty ubiquitous. I mean there's a there's a lot of different topics at any given point in time that people are searching on and it's it's sort of um it's it's so big that you know it really it's, it's just about anything right um it's it's a question of what are advertisers willing to pay for on the other end um and and that's that's ultimately what creates the monetization well okay but what i what i meant is if, for example on tv shows you know you try to go for that coveted you know whatever it is male 18 to 45 demographic and uh, is there anything similar? Are there any kind of demographic differences in the overall audiences? Is, does yours skew older, younger, richer, poorer, more international, less international? Anything like that that you can point to? Um, you know, I think there's. There, I mean, our our audience is actually pretty. Uh, given how big it is, it's pretty much reflective of you know I'd say the world. I mean, there's not a, a huge difference in in demographics, but there are. Um, I mean, there's certainly you know. Advertisers are, are obviously uh, really focused on keywords and and getting those. Uh, I think you know are looking more for behavior um, from from our uh, from our users and any users. And it's got to the point where um, I think with with search marketing, often you're looking for intent more than than kind of the demographic, right? So okay, so how far are they in the sales process? Uh, propensity to buy once they click, that sort of thing. So yeah. I know that there's huge when when I used to run pay per click campaigns in the former life. Uh, there were huge differences across different search engines, not just in terms of the volume of the traffic, but even off the same keyword. The conversion rate or propensity to act was a lot lower. Can you speak to that? Like, how would you say um, you know, ask compares to others specifically? Sure, and I, I think a lot of it is um, if if you are new to a search experience, oftentimes you will um, start by sort of testing it out, right? What is, how does this thing work? What does it do, right? So right. If, I, if I were if, if I were to to type in a, a, a keyword and, and and run a search on that. Chances are, I'm 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 probably not shopping for something specific in that moment. It's more of a, okay, you know, I'm just sort of playing with it, you know, testing it out a little bit, just seeing if it works, um, you know. So so in that sense, I would say, you know, the the propensity to click on something and convert 
you know, on the back end is, is probably going to be lower than if, you know, if you're searching for, say, a, you know, a holiday season gift for somebody and you know what you want um, and you're searching on, on the search engine you're already familiar with, chances are you're going you're gonna to convert in that scenario. Okay, so there's kind of the, the usual, uh, how would you say, where are you in your decision-making process, sales funnel view of it, but there's also what you're saying is you overlay the familiarity with the search engine itself. So if you have a default and you just switch to ask, you're going to kind of be more tentative about trusting its results at all. Right. At, so at, we'll, at first, at, anyway, right? Exactly. So what we find is, you know, after a few weeks, that's when we start to get the, the higher quality conversions. Oh, that, so that's interesting. So they actually age into being more active. Exactly. Very good. Well, I know we could talk for a long time, but unfortunately we're out of time. Um, Joel, if uh, folks want to reach you, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Joel.Climate at Ask.com. Very good. And folks, if uh, we have our 2014 schedule for Conversion Conference coming out, our next U.S. show is in San Francisco in the middle of March. We're you might be able to catch the tail end of the pre-agenda double early bird. It's going to be our biggest show ever. Uh, save $100 with promo code WMFM for our loyal listeners. WMFM at conversionconference.com. Uh, Joel, we hope to see you in San Francisco. Uh, thanks again for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. And we'll see you, loyal listeners, on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.